whether it's our individual sorrow or whether it is our collective sorrow. The reflex, as I said, and we will be seeing this in the next two or three days here in America, the reflex will be, let's go on to the next thing. And whether it has to do with heartbreak after a relationship or heartbreak, let's say it's because of a bitter divorce, it's because of a, of a, of a, of a relationship that you wanted that broke up, or it's, let's say you had a business failure, or let's say you had a financial uh, bankruptcy or, or ruin, let's say somebody that you loved, really, really loved and cared about, a family member, a friend, let's say they died. It is important not to numb ourselves. It is important not to distract ourselves. And most importantly, it is important that we realize that the fact that we are sad when things are sad does not mean we are mentally ill. It means we are mentally healthy. You know, these days we are living in a society where we have taken some cheap yellow smiley face and acted like happy, happy, happy is always the best thing. When in fact, until we're totally enlightened masters, even the happiest life will have some sad days. I love the story about the Buddhist monk who was asked when he was standing over his master's grave crying. Somebody said to him, I thought you were enlightened. Why are you crying? And the monk said, because I am sad. To be sad when you're sad is a healthy thing. If you have 45 tears to cry, there's nothing healthy about only crying 17 and doing whatever is necessary to make sure that you don't cry anymore. There is a normal spectrum of human suffering. It is normal to, to be sad if, if your heart's broken from a broken love affair or a bitter divorce. It is natural to be sad when somebody that you love has died. It is natural to be sad if you had some kind of a, of a failure in business or with money or you've been diagnosed with a, with a life-challenging or serious illness or someone that you love has. These things are natural. 